Epictetus, in the Enchiridion, chapter 34, says, When you are struck by the impression of some pleasure, guard yourself, as with impressions generally, against being carried away by it. Rather, let the matter await your leisure and allow yourself a measure of delay. Then bring to mind both of these moments in time, that in which you will enjoy the pleasure and that in which you will repent and reproach yourself after you have enjoyed it. And set against these, how much you will rejoice and praise yourself if you abstain. But if you feel that it is the right moment to embark upon the action, take heed that you are not overcome by its enticement and its seductions and attractions. But set against this how much better it is to be conscious of having gained a victory over it. This is a Stoic practice that's told to us by Epictetus, or advised rather, in his Enchiridion or Handbook, literally a book that you could carry around with you. And this is coming to us from Epictetus's student, Arian, who wrote these things down. But there's no reason to think that it's not straight Epictetus's teachings for us. And this is really great advice that we can use, not just in relation to pleasures that we find tempting or attractive, pleasures that we realize we probably shouldn't give into. For example, when we're at a buffet, if we're struggling with being temperate or self-controlled, and we're thinking about going up for yet one more item from the buffet, but we already feel a little bit overfull and we're thinking about how great it's going to taste, well, that's the kind of pleasure that's attractive. And we could come up with all sorts of others, but we could apply this just as well to giving in to other emotions, other drives, other desires, to things that we are averse to, things that we want to get away from. And so he talks about impressions here. Another word for that is appearance or imagination. The Greek is phantasiai in the plural. And we have to guard ourselves, according to the Stoics, against simply giving in to these in a uncritical, unguarded manner. It doesn't mean that we don't ever accept them or assent to them, but we should be thoughtful. We should be mindful. And there's nothing to be lost in most circumstances by taking a little pause, by, as he says, letting the matter await your leisure and allowing yourself a measure of delay. It doesn't mean to delay forever where you're going to lose the opportunity that might be good for you that's coming along, but you're supposed to do something. We think about what's going on. We project ahead into the future. What, what is the me that's going to be around five minutes from now, an hour from now, a day from now? What is that me going to think about having enjoyed, having given in to that thing that I perhaps should set aside? Will I feel bad about it? Will I, as he says, repent and reproach yourself? And then if you abstain from it, if you hold back from it, even if you do eventually decide for yourself, yes, I'm going to take on this pleasure, but you do so rationally after having deliberated about it, you feel better about yourself. You're exercising self-control and 
you can take pride in that, a legitimate pride, not the I'm above everybody else, prideful sort of pride, but the genuine self-esteem that comes with being able to manage your own stuff. So this can be a very helpful practice to incorporate into all of our lives.